I'm Gui Huabei, the director of USDA Central Small Grain Kenotyping Lab. Our lab is part of a USDA Hard Winter Wheat Genetic Research Unit. It belongs to the Center of Green and Animal Health Research. Our mission are to provide a genotyping service to hard winter wheat breeding programs in the Great Plains and develop novel genetic resources and genetic tools to support wheat research in the region. Our lab was the first USDA genotyping lab established in 2002. The lab has three USDA scientists with doctors Paul Sandermont and Amy Bernardo mainly responsible for genotyping service and several postdocs, graduate students, and visiting scientists hired through Kansas State University to conduct research. Our research facility has four rooms of lab space, five greenhouses, and one seeds prep room. We also have access to experimental farms at the Rocky Ford and Ashland Bottoms. Our research focuses on the trade of regional importance. In the past 18 years, we identified numerous QTL for more than 15 plant stress and yield-related traits, and developed linked markers for marker system selection. Our work produced one patent, more than 200 peer-reviewed publications, and a co-release of more than 50 cultivars. Recently, we cloned two important wheat stress-resistant genes. One is PHS1 for pre-harvest sprouting resistance, and another one FHB1 for feathering head blight resistance. We also contributed to the cloning of three sorghum genes, three medicago genes, and FHB7, that's another FHB resistant genes. With financial support from US Wheat and Body Scab Initiative, we transferred the major FHB resistant gene, FHB1, into 17 locally adapted backgrounds to develop new resources for breeding with marker system backcrossing. The selected line showed a high level of FHB resistance and have been released to breeding program in the region. Currently, we are developing functional marker for wheat resistant gene to hessian fly, kermite, rust, and the feather head blight use fine mapping and candida gene approaches. Now, several scientists from our lab will give a brief introduction of their work. I am Dr. Amy Bernardo, and I have been working in the lab since 2004. My major responsibilities are to develop next-generation sequencing-based genotyping tools for high-throughput screening and to provide service on NGS-based marker analyses. I manage the routine operation of an ABI 3730 DNA analyzer. This sequencer has a stacker that can load up to 16 plates. 
the auto sampler automatically picks up the plate and runs it and returns used plate in the stack. This sequencer uses capillary electrophoresis to separate DNA fragments with one base pair difference. We have used it for SSR and STS marker analysis and DNA sequencing since 2006. For marker analysis, each run can combine up to four different PCRs labeled with four different dyes. The machine can run up to 13 plates of 384 samples a day. Sanger type sequencing can run six plates of 96 samples daily. We use an ion proton next generation sequencer for high throughput SNP genotyping. We make GBS, MRE seq, and GBMS libraries and sequence the libraries and send SNP data to our customers. We make GBS libraries by DNA digestions with restriction enzymes, barcoded adapter ligation, and PCR. We developed MRE-seq to analyze genome-wide random SNPs. Compared to GBS, MRE-seq uses PCR only without need of enzyme digestion and ligation steps. Thus, it is simpler, cheaper, and has no license requirement. We developed GBMAS to multiplex markers with known sequences. GBMAS using barcodes and multiplex PCR can pull hundreds of SNPs for different important traits from several hundreds of samples in one sequencing run. In order to prepare chips for sequencing, we load libraries, chips, and reagents on the ion shell. Each chip contains 165 million wells, and each well is loaded with one DNA molecule. It takes 13 hours to complete a chef run. After the chef run, we load the chip on the proton sequencer. It takes 2.5 hours to sequence one chip, and FASTQ files for both runs are available the morning after sequencing. Each chip sequencing run can generate up to 100 million reads, or about 20 GB of data. Two chip runs take less than two days from sample prep to get data. We are purchasing an Illumina NextSeq 2000. The new sequencer can generate up to 1 billion reads, or 300 GB, per run in 48 hours. I'm Hui Chen, a research assistant professor at Kansas State University. My assignment in the lab is to study functional genomics and develop new breeding technologies, in particular to develop new gene editing methods for validating gene function and molecular breeding in weight. Traditional CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing relies on genetic transformation and plant regeneration. And most of wheat varieties have a low rate of colors induction and regeneration in tissue culture process. At present, only bob white and field are useful with transformation. These factors limit the application of gene editing in routine with breeding and genetic research. Recently, we developed a new bioelectric multivirus mediated CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing system. In this system, we only transfer Cas9 gene into bovine once, then editing different genes by inoculating the Cas9 old-fashioned bovine seedlings with the viral inoculum. 
to prepare the viral inoculum. Tobacco leaves are infected by BSMV RNA genome vectors. They carry guide RNA expression cassette for targeted gene. The infected tobacco leaf sap is used to inoculate Cas9 old-fashioned bovine seedlings. The ATT plants are identified by testing MON seedlings using single sequencing. To use this system for gene editing in different with cultivars, we firstly made the cross to transfer Cas9 gene from the Cas9 old-fashioned bovine to targeted cultivars. The Cas9 O-expression F2 progenies are selected by PCR, then inoculate selected Cas9 O-expression F2 plants with the viral sub containing target guide RNA to start editing. This bypass with transformation process. One of the applications is to edit FHB susceptible gene to improve FHB resistance. Our lab has recently coronated THRC as FHB1. We knock out THRC susceptible real in three lines using this new gene editing system. And this editing mutants showed enhanced FHB resistance compared to the no editing control plans. This project is supported by the U.S. Wheat and Barley Scape Initiative. Currently, we are also using this new gene editing system to study the functions of the other genes, ODG and insect resistance, as well as yield trade in wheat. Hi, I'm Paul Saint-Amand, a USDA research geneticist at the Genotyping Lab. My main responsibility is our genotyping service, which we provide for the wheat research and breeding community. Every year, we work closely with programs in the Great Plains region and worldwide. The data we generate are used to produce new wheat cultivars and germplasm for our gene mapping, gene discovery, fingerprinting, and other research purposes. Since 2004, more than 120 released U.S. wheat cultivars have used our marker data during their development. We work with over 100 scientists from more than 20 U.S. universities and breeding companies. We also collaborate with scientists in other countries. Every year, we test thousands of wheat lines with more than 100 trait-related markers and thousands of GBS markers, millions of data points, and billions of sequencing reads. Now I'd like to give you a brief lab tour on how we do genotyping. Genotyping usually consists of five steps. Sample collection and treatment, DNA isolation and normalization, marker amplification, marker detection or analysis, and data reporting. We collect tissue samples into 96 well plates and freeze dry them to remove all of the water. Samples are ground with steel beads to break up the cell walls. Then we extract the DNA in a 96 well format using our Biomech robot. We use a CTAB protocol for DNA extraction. 
heat the samples in an oven to assist with the reaction and centrifuge the plates to separate the organic and aqueous phases. We use our Biomech to transfer the upper aqueous phase and perform other liquid handling work. A fluorescence reader is used to quantify DNA in a 384 well plate. We use a single channel robot to normalize individual samples to the same concentration before use. Most frequently used assays are CASP, SSR, and GBS. All of our assays are PCR based. CASP assays are detected using fluorescent dyes in our plate reader. Typically, two alleles are displayed using different colored dyes. SSR assays are detected using our AVI 3730 DNA analyzer. For GBS, we use several bioinformatics pipelines to extract marker data from sequencing reads. Finally, we deliver the genotyping data to our breeders and geneticists. In addition to genotyping, we also do training related to genotyping, marker analysis, and bioinformatics. If you'd like to know more about what we do, contact us or check out our website.